Welcome to Christmas Clatter, the podcast that celebrates everything that makes Christmas special. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at Christmas Clatter Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Clatter Podcast. Email us at christmasclatterpodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at christmasclatterpodcast.com. Again, welcome to Christmas Clatter. I'm Todd Killian. Well, we're past the 4th of July. I hope everybody's enjoying their Hallmark Christmas movies in July. I hope everybody's enjoying their QVC in July. Hope everybody has hit their local Hallmark store to see all the new keepsake ornaments on display. Maybe you were able to purchase a few. I know we were. It was great. I guess we're approaching the dog days of summer. I'm not sure what the official definition of the dog days of summer are, but I guess we're there. School's trying to start back up, but with all the craziness, who knows? I guess everybody will be in flux. Speaking of that, that's for entertainment who's putting on the Christmas cons in Pasadena and in New Jersey. Uh, had an announcement this past week, the Christmas con in Pasadena, which was scheduled for October, has been postponed until June 25th through the 27th of 2021. The New Jersey Christmas Con is still on as scheduled in December, the weekend of the 11th. But for more information on that, because all that will probably be changing, check out that's for entertainment.com. That's the number four entertainment.com. And I'll have a link to that website in my show notes and on my website. I want to ask you all uh, again to please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and even on Facebook. Every rating and review we receive is very helpful to the podcast and it's a easy way to show your support. And as we draw closer to the Burr months, I just want to remind everybody I'm planning on switching to weekly episodes as I can in preparation for Christmas. I'll have a few bonus episodes strung in there as well. And plus two, we have a game or two we'll be playing uh, throughout the Burr months and leading up into Christmas. That's all a little bit of teaser of what's coming up here on Christmas Clatter. Not a lot of housekeeping again here in the middle of uh, summer. I'm sure that will pick up as The Christmas season gets closer and closer to us. So let's move on to recast or miscast, in which I have recast the classic A Christmas Story. All right, time to recast or miscast A Christmas Story. This segment of Christmas Clatter is where I take a classic Christmas movie, and I recast it with um, today's actors and hopes for a remake. And again, my disclaimer is I really wish for none of these movies to be remade. I think they're great the way they are and need to stay the way they are. But you know how Hollywood is in this mode of recasting and remaking everything. So if they're going to do that, we might as well give them good ideas on how to do it. And I am tackling a Christmas story. Uh, This was one I had planned on doing, but uh, 
A friend of mine and listener, Michael, strongly suggested it because it's his favorite Christmas movie. And as I sit down to tackle this movie, uh, the obvious kind of hit me between the eyes. There are a whole bunch of kid actors in this movie. And kid actors are hard to cast because they're really kind of no names that you don't know of. You might recognize one here or there, but they usually don't have big parts. So it's a roll of the dice and it'd be a lot of names that you're unfamiliar with. So I'm doing this one a little bit different. I recast Ralphie. I recast his mom and I recast the old man. I also recast five other characters in the movie. A few of them were pretty minor, but I recast the other five characters in the movie as what I would call like a list cameos, big time actors that would make a, a cameo in those roles that would add a little bit of, uh, pop or flair uh, to the movie is something different. I wouldn't change the setting of this movie very much. I maybe would update it a few years to where Ralphie would be watching like a black and white TV or something like that. Uh, the original Christmas story, it was all radio, but I would probably just move it up into the early fifties and I wouldn't change much about it other than that. So let's start off with a few of the minor characters, and this would be like the A-list cameos or small bits. We'll start with uh, Mrs. Shields. That's Ralphie's school teacher. She also gets to play like the Wicked Witch of the West type of character. Originally played by Teddy Moore. And I would have uh, this role going to Meryl Streep. She's just uh, probably the best actress alive through her career, all of her awards, Oscars, things like that. I believe Meryl Streep would uh, take this role and even add more to it, really be that uh, intimidating presence to Ralphie. Uh, she would be able to play the um, roller coaster ride of emotions Ralphie has her going on from uh, hating all the papers but loving his paper. And there's, there's nothing that Meryl Streep can't act. So... I would uh, have Mrs. Shields as Meryl Streep. Another minor character in this movie was the Christmas tree man, originally by Les Carlson. He's the one that uh, negotiates with the old man on the Christmas tree. A little bit of a funny bit part, and I would uh, throw Ryan Reynolds in here. He's, uh, he's a funny guy. He's got a lot of uh, goofiness in his face, which would be make the part uh, really well. I think it would surprise a lot of people to see someone like Ryan Reynolds working in a Christmas tree farm uh, negotiating with the old man. Uh, the, the next minor part would be the freight man. This is the guy that brings the leg lamp, the major award to the house. Um, a little juxtaposition here. I would have um, Chris Hemsworth as the freight man uh, delivering the leg lamp to the old man. The same kind of, Mindset I had for Ryan Reynolds, just a, a super surprise to have a character being played by a highly in-demand uh, Hollywood actor. And then the um, scene towards the end where they go to the Chinese restaurant and have the goose's head cut off. 
if that scene would happen to make it in the movie still, I'm not sure if it w- that scene would make it into the movie nowadays. But if it would make it into the movie still, I would have uh, Jackie Chan as the waiter in that restaurant. Lastly of the minor characters, Santa Claus, uh, originally played by Jeff Gillen. You need a guy that can be a nasty Santa Claus. Uh, so you want an actor that can be intimidating in, in their mannerisms and their speak. And I would have James Spader as Santa Claus. I think James Spader would be great as Santa Claus. He would not be a warm and cuddly Santa Claus uh, just because he just doesn't come across that way in any of the roles he's played. But uh, he would be great at intimidating the kids and being upset and frustrated just like the um, not-so-loved Santa Claus from the original Christmas Story. Moving on to the three main characters I did cast from A Christmas Story. Uh, the first one, Ralphie Parker, played by Peter Billingsley. Peter's still around. You see him in Elf every year, and he's in the MCU, uh, mainly Iron Man and uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I would have Ralphie Parker, played by Archie Yates. If you're unfamiliar with uh, Archie Yates, you might recognize his name. He is set to play in the new remake of Home Alone. I guess he'll be the Kevin character in the IMDb. It's listed as Max. So I'm not sure what they're doing, but Archie's set to play in the new reboot of Home Alone. He doesn't have many acting credits to his name. However, he was in a 2019 film called Jojo Rabbit, where he plays the best friend to the main character, Jojo. And he steals every scene he's in. He's not in the movie a whole bunch. I wish he was in it a whole lot more, but every time he's in the film, you just smile. He just has this innocence about him that uh, that's hard to to fake. I know they're acting, so they are faking it, but... He's just so great, and he's just so naturally funny in his mannerisms and uh, in his speak that uh, I believe Archie Yates would absolutely nail the role of Ralphie uh, with his youthful innocence and his uh, natural uh, ability to be uh, physically comedic without uh, delivering a lot of lines just in his mannerisms and facial expressions. So that's again that's Archie Yates as Ralphie Parker. And again, if you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, um I go check it out. Um it's a really good movie. It's a little odd. The subject matter can be a bit touchy. Um so if you want to do some homework on it first, but uh I have a feeling that you probably would enjoy it. It's a uh, Taika Waititi movie if that tells you anything. Moving on to Mother Parker, originally played by Melinda Dillon. With this role, you need a a, a lady that can kind of be a little bit dingy, but really stern at the same time. Um, one that kind of lets her husband do what he wants, but then at the same time doesn't put up with a lot of stuff from him either. For the role of the mom in A Christmas Story, I chose... The actress from The Office and the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Ellie Kemper. When I watch The Christmas Story, I, I just kind of see Aaron from The Office in the mom's character quite a bit. And I just think you know, Ellie Kemper 
mannerisms and the way she can kind of go from uh, dingy to super smart uh, without it seeming like a large jump or an incredible leap is what that role needs. She can be sweet and charming and she can be warm towards the kids, but stern to him as well and stern to the to the old man. And speaking of the old man, originally played by Darren McGavin, you probably know this actor that I've chosen mainly from action movies, and he does action very well, but uh, I saw him in Knives Out, and he was a little bit quirky and a little bit silly, and I think he could do it well because he could be the strong, never-back-down dad type but I think he can kind of be the silly goofy as well. I I believe he has it in him to do it. And I picked Michael Shannon. A little bit of a not left field choice, but maybe not the most obvious choice. But Michael Shannon can do the uh, car salesman routine, the fighting with the furnace stuff, the leg lamp stuff, and still uh, bring all to that heart to that Christmas morning, watching Ralphie open in his Red Ryder BB gun. Uh, so just to recap, our recast miscast for the t- teacher, Miss Shields, Meryl Streep in that role, as Santa Claus, James Spader in that cameo appearance, cameo by Ryan Reynolds as the man at the Christmas tree farm, another cameo by Chris Helmsworth as the freight man delivering the leg lamp, and a cameo by Jackie Chan as the waiter in the Chinese restaurant. I have Archie Yates as Ralphie Parker. Ellie Kemper as the mom. And Michael Shannon as the old man. Now head over and over to our Facebook page at Christmas Clatter Podcast. There will be a poll up and you can vote on these to see if I recast it or if i miscast it if you vote miscast please leave your suggestions in the comments and if the voting ends up overall being a miscast then your suggestions will be used in another poll to see what will be the official christmas clatter recast of a christmas story now it's time for christmas remembered I approached my uncle and my cousin to give them words of condolences. They stood in the front of the room next to my aunt, their wife and mother, my mom's sister. We were here to celebrate my aunt's life, definitely a defining time for any family. Making my way through the hugs, the tears, the I'm sorry's, the if you need any things, I was able to finally give my mother a hug on that trying day. The words out of my mom's mouth were, unexpected but not out of character what profound statement does a mother tell a son on a day of a close family member's funeral you're wearing a burgundy shirt to understand the significance of my burgundy shirt we need to rewind to christmas 1993 i was 16 years old my parents always mixed in a few practical gifts with the what the kids would consider a real present And on that Christmas morning, one of the presents was a dress shirt, a burgundy dress shirt. It was a gift I was not fond of. I didn't care for burgundy. 
You'd look good in burgundy, my mom said. I smiled. I fibbed to protect her feelings and later stuffed that shirt in the closet, never to be worn. Christmas, 1994. One of the presents was a dress shirt, a burgundy shirt. It was a gift I wasn't fond of. I didn't care for burgundy. You'd look good in burgundy, my mom said. I smiled. I fibbed to protect her feelings. And later, I stuffed it in my closet, never to be worn. Christmas, 1995. One of my presents was a shirt, a burgundy dress shirt. It was a gift I was not fond of. I didn't care for burgundy. You'd look good in burgundy, my mom said. I smiled. I fibbed to protect her feelings. And later I stuffed it in my closet, never to be worn. Christmas, 1996. You guessed it. One of my presents was a dress shirt, a burgundy dress shirt. It was a gift I wasn't fond of. I didn't care for burgundy. You'd look good in burgundy, my mom said. I smiled. I laughed. What's so funny, my mom asked. This is the fourth Christmas in a row you bought me a burgundy shirt. Really? I've never seen you wear one. You'd look good in burgundy. It's because I don't like burgundy. We all laughed and laughed at the fact that my mom couldn't remember she had bought me a burgundy shirt for four straight Christmases. Christmas, 1997. The first gift I opened. Yep, a burgundy shirt. However, it was obviously too small. The next gift, a burgundy shirt, polyester with ruffles. The next present, a burgundy women's blouse. That Christmas morning, I opened 27 burgundy shirts of all shapes, all sizes, and all eras. I even opened a pair of burgundy and gray checked polyester pants. My mom was straight-faced the whole time. Oh, honey, burgundy's a good color for you, she'd repeat. Lesson learned. My mom could remember. So now in our family, anytime anyone wears burgundy, it's a very very big deal thank you for listening to Christmas Clatter please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app join us on Facebook and Instagram at Christmas Clatter Podcast follow us on Twitter at Clatter Podcast send us an email at christmasclatterpodcast at gmail.com visit our website at christmasclatterpodcast.com And as always, remember to keep Christmas hope alive every day. Thank you for listening to the Christmas Podcast Network.